on the Spencer's of the Pez, poking out at the cons, Renaissance vests, watch animated chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, <laughs> sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, babe. Here's your host, a man who can handle my stick, Derek McCall. What? NASCAR. Stick shift. Drive it. Drive it. Drive the car. Moral compass? Win the race. It's a narrow one, but I'm going to let it pass. Okay. I think we've been better off not even commenting on it. Yeah, I, I was just going to let it slide right in. You know what I mean? Well, we have a nice gap. You can now edit it out. There you go. What? Gap. This is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. This is the Fanboy Planet podcast, podcasting from Elusive Comics and Games 2725 Elk Monreal Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. One of the only places you can get tickets to the upcoming Image Expo in Oakland, California at the end I of February. I can get tickets? You can. What That's is all- the Image Expo? That would be the... Uh, I would say the Quasi WonderCon, which Image themselves are organizing, and announced uh, that it was open to any create, independent comics creator to gather at the Oakland Convention Center, and they just announced this week that Ed Brubaker will be a guest of honor. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, that so is it's fantastic. an indie show now. It's an indie show. Yes. So that w- it always was their intent. Okay. To be yes, they were going to feature Image Comics, but Image Comics is a very eclectic and independent. So that's not really going to differ at all from. Well, Ape is the. Uh, there's alternative press, press expo, expo where bigger indies are not there. Image okay. is not really represented there. So it's there. the big indie. It's the. Bi- hmm. I'm okay with that. Okay. Anyway, it's uh, Wednesday, February first, and this is ooh Leap Month. It is. is it? It is. Is it? On February 29th. It's also Super Bowl month. You know what someone's happens on gonna, February 29th? Someone, Superman celebrates a birthday, and someone's going to ask Lon Lopez to marry her. No. On what? February 29th. On the sun, on the s- holiday Disneyland. It's also... What? They're open 24 hours on Leap Day. What? You haven't heard about this? No! Yes. I hate you. Go it's, ahead. It's all day long. Uh, it's They're not going to shut down. They're just going to go right no, down. No, I understood the, the concert of 24 hours. Yeah. It's amazing. What? Yes. Wow. It's it, They're saying you have an extra day this year. Spend it at Disneyland. Oh, that's adorable. It's also Black History Month. so uh, And it's a day longer than usual. What? It's a Black History Month that is actually 29 right. days to the 28th. Exactly. So, so everyone... Yes. Celebrate. Indeed. Celebrate the moments of our I lives. I will celebrate. Let's talk about comics, shall we? I would I would shall. Let's hmm. shall. Let's shall yes. it. But actually first let me introduce who's over here using poor grammar and hurting my very soul. To my right, my announcer. Uh Lon Chalet Lopez. Ah, uh, Chalet Chalot. And uh possibly weighing in across from me on the uh Guest mic. On the guest mic, but I don't know. He may choose to speak or not. He He's just, reading already. He just arched, arched an eyebrow. That's all right then. So we'll go right to Moral Compass and podcast producer. Rick Brett Snyder. Okay. We'll leave the silent mystery guest silent and mysterious. Uh, we've got some comics news, some movie news, some TV news. Let's talk. And oh, you've got some trivia. You have some trivia? For all the, the, all, the, all of those of you out there listening who wrote in and told us how much you liked the trivia from last week... We brought it and back. if you didn't, because no one actually wrote in, you can write in at <laughs> you, editor at fanboyplanet.com or sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. They, they just haven't heard the episode yet. That may be. Yeah. Of course, you know, if you want to write in and stop it, just remember when we have trivia, you know who's going to play it. The Zorlax? Us. Deke. All right. Oh, okay. Deke is back. All oh, right. Oh, boy. Okay. So we got some comics news. Yes. The world, the comics world was rocked today by an announcement from DC Comics. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes, the internet broke in half. These are the guys who just announced a major announcement, like, I don't know, over the summer or so. I mean, don't they do major announcements sure they every do. week? But this actually is a big one. 
Okay. Th- this is really big. Let me guess. Wait, they're no. starting 52 new titles and revamping continuity. They're actually going to start seven new titles. Oh. Which don't necessarily revamp continuity, but um, expand on a con- on a continuity that many people think should have been left well enough alone. You this, mean like Australia? And this, this is, is in why addition was, to the ones we already knew were coming? And this is why this is controversial. Okay. Oh, DC's being controversial. controversial. It is again. It is something that oh, I remember. Someone out there in England will, is not even. He's so upset he hasn't even made a statement. The new logo. The new logo. It's not about the new logo. Oh no, that was just seemed like last week they were. They doing have annu- They did. They have announced a prequel. A set of prequel miniseries to Watchmen, called officially Before Watchmen. BW. Uh, or as B-Dub, as we like to say. With some incredible uh, creators. And I think it had been rumored for a while, and this was the official announcement. Didn't we actually report on this a few th- weeks About back? the rumor. About oh, the rumor. And now yeah. this has been confirmed with all the creative teams. So we scooped it. Well, Bleeding Cool, to be fair. Oh, Bleeding okay. Cool scooped it. And DC actually got rather upset and gave them a cease and desist order on... Yikes. So we didn't even talk did. about it. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. No. Any uh, creators of note? Uh, well, Darwin Cook is writing and drawing a Minutemen miniseries okay. and is uh, rumored to be kind of the guy kind of overseeing and making sure that all of the stories from the other miniseries kind of So he's like the up. Jeff Johns of the Kind group. of. Okay. So the Minutemen were the generation before the, the generation. 40s. Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay. And uh, so with the original Night Owl, Hollis right. Mason, and, uh, <clears throat> and the comedian is a young man, the original Silk Spectre, all that. Right. Uh, Brian Azzarello and Lee Bermejo, uh, who had done the Luther graphic novel and the Joker graphic novel, are doing Rorschach. Okay, that's going to be grim and gritty crime and, style. And I kind of say, you know, even though I think that these books have no need to exist, that one sounds that was probably going to be pretty good. Cool. And Darwin yeah. Cook doing the Minutemen is probably going to be really cool too. <clears throat> Especially if you saw, if you read the last issue of The Shade, where it was a Times Past story and Darwin I did. Cook did the art. I did. Uh, with. With uh, Madame Fatale. Your face is lighting up I as you talk about I love that them. book. I was yeah. like, wow, I have never actually read a story of Madame Fatale before, and that was really bizarre. I love James Robinson, but Darwin Cook has an affinity for it. We know that. With, he did, a <laughs> with a twist. With a twist. Because he did The New Frontier. So What uh, else? Uh, what else? is Brian Azrael is writing another book. I can't remember what else. Uh, J. Michael Straczynski is writing one of the books. Uh, Are we so going to get, get a, Owl Man? Uh, you mean Night Owl? Night Owl. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I can't remember if he's writing Night Owl. Uh, what about a Silk Spectre book? All of them will be there. So there's a Silk Spectre Who's book. Who's writing a document- it? I don't remember. And uh, J.G. Jones is doing the art uh, for, I think, the Dr. Manhattan miniseries. Mm. Um, right, can we expect a Kubert, whole lot And of- Kubert Father and Son are working wow. on the book. Mm. So Didn't they do something... Noteworthy, just a little while. Ozymandias ago. book, maybe? Or no. I can't uh, remember if they're doing the Ozymandias book or not. But uh, So there's yeah. obviously a lot of controversy associated with this. David Dave Gibbons has given his blessing. And the last time I actually had a conversation with him, he'd hinted that that was kind of coming. And Oh, because you talked to him all the time. Once huh? a year I'm at Comic Con. It was at Comic Con in the lobby. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just the way you nah. sound. It's so casual. Yes. Last time I had a conversation with good old Dave. I see, and we saw him at the uh, Hyatt. Gotcha. We were, you know, so you I know do have this, an actual annual conversation. You know what this Gibbons. means, though, right? War? If this sells really well, Watchmen babies. Yeah, after Watchmen. <laughs> I'm so looking forward. Before to that. Watchmen, after Watchmen, the animated it's series coming. will be revived. Okay, yeah. good. Um, Terrible. Yeah, perhaps. Uh, but the thing is, yes, Alan Moore hates the idea. But it turns out that he did actually. He considered doing a Minutemen prequel. Mm-hmm. And someone did a little historical digging up, and he had actually written kind of the Bibles for the role-playing games of the Watchmen that were released in the 80s before he realized that DC was never going to give him the rights back. Because the heart of his issue is not necessarily that you shouldn't go – that the that Watchmen should not be sequelized. It was that when they created – when they did Watchmen, the deal was when, once it went out of publication, the rights would revert to Dave Gibbons and Alan Moore. Because at that time, no trade paperback had ever remained in publication in perpetuity. Mm. And Watchmen is the first collect collection that has never gone out of print. So Alan Moore never can will. never have the rights. So that's his issue. It's not really about artistic integrity. It's, well, I suppose to some extent. But So I don't know. If you think that this sh- uh, series should not exist, uh, write in to editor at fanboyplanet.com. If you think it should, tell me why. 
right into editor at fanboyplanet.com. I think it's okay. You think it's okay? I think it'll be all right. I, I Why think not? Some, I think there's some good talent involved. Didn't they do like uh, Kingdom Come came out? Didn't yes. they do a bunch of like before Kingdom Come stories and or after Kingdom? I don't remember. There was a sequel yeah. series called the, called the, the Kingdom, Kingdom or something like that. So I yeah. mean, they, they that's there's a track record for this. There's precedent already. Yes. So all you guys with the panties in the bunch, just suck it up and. Well, this has been sort of the you know it's the sacred cow. It's not for the sacred years. cow. It's a great story. That's it. Thank you. Okay. For a moment of perspective. Mm-hmm. That's very mature of you, Lon. I, I, I know. I'm a little Now let's move on. Would you like some trivia? I would like some trivia. Have you got them right, right there? Those of you playing at home, get ready. Okay. It's time for your Fanboy Planet. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All right. Deke is ready. Okay. Okay. It's time for your Fanboy Planet trivia question of the minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't look. I'm not looking. I can't. I can't see. All right. Your question is. Yeah. From the darker image number one. A Rhett Quarkin tries to smash which comic book hero with his club? Does that make any sense? No. <laughs> From the darker image, number one, I guess that's the book. A Rhett Quarkin, or Karkin, Quarkin, Is that an anthology book? Tries to smash which comic book hero with his club? I'm guessing it's some sort of alien creature. All right, I think I, can, I think I can get this. Um, do you want the choices or do you want to take a cold guess? Um... I know that the last syllable is wolf. No. Oh. Here are your choices. Is it blow? No. Here are your choices. A, death blow. B, pit. Or C, the max. Oh, it's pit. What? It's pit. I'm sorry, what are you saying? It's pit. Pet? It's pit. 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 Uh, Rick, do you want to take a guess? Uh, I'm going to go with Pitt. The answer is C, the max. Really? Hmm. Yeah. So there you go, all you comic Zorlax wow. at home. That you know, and this, I even this, had this, that is, This book. has some very obscure trivia in it. What, it what year did that book, did that game come out? I don't know. The 90s? When Image was still like, yeah. How many of you at home even knew there was a book called Darker Image? Ago. Darker no. image. I don't know. That's before uh, our mystery guest began reading comics. Yeah, but you know what? Though also, though you guys are the Zorlax. I know, so if anybody should know this stuff, it's you two. You're right. I am ashamed. Um, I would like to point out uh, today a trade paperback that uh, DC released today that uh, was actually a really good little series that no one noticed and will never appear again. Zombie the revival of XOMBI Zombie from the Milestone Universe. Uh, about the guy who was infected with nanotechnology, Lon's favorite, Deus Ex Machina. I hate it. I know. Uh, so, uh, really c- cool, quirky miniseries. And I don't think it was meant to be a miniseries. I think it was supposed to be an ongoing. And then, like many things where people tried to do something new and experimental in the in the We're ending case. it. Um, it's it's unexpe- nanobots. We it's planned unexpe- this all along. It's unexpectedly a miniseries. Um, and of note, because it's by John Rosam, who had... Uh, allegedly written the Static Shock uh, revival for the New 52 and walked off the book and then uh, fi- finally could take his uh, mandated silence no longer and explained why he was off the book, why he left it, uh, because he felt that he was uh, doing little more than transcribing uh, the requests of the artist instead of actually writing and having ideas. Uh, so uh, if you want to see what John Rosen can do when he's actually left to his own imagination – Pick up Zombie trade paperback uh, available now. And other thing we've been waiting for, The 12, which Lon just read last week. And re- yeah, and I was and surprised you guys never talked about it. No, before. never. He really read the weird. six. So issue number nine. Yeah, he I read, read the, the six. Half he of read the, the half of the 12. Uh, and today, issue number nine, it hit the stands. So we have 10, 11, 12 soon. Also today. And seven, eight. eight. Uh, yeah, seven and eight came out in, yes. in a single volume. In a single volume, so awesome! I'm going to wait till the next six are collected. Okay, and I'm so. not quite sure. I can't remember who it was, but I read uh, a press release that said that one of the digital, and I think it was graphically, one of the digital uh, groups was doing same day release stuff, and that all of the all eight of the twelve was going to be available digitally. Not on Comicsology. Is Comicsology carrying Comixology. Marvel? Um, I'm yeah. Since I'm not doing digital yeah. comics yet, I don't buy that many. I don't buy 
much of any of them. I I get pick up some trades when yeah. I want to travel. I have a qu- technical question. Maybe mm-hmm. um, do the books have to be released individually, or could they finish a story just by releasing a trade? Has that ever happened before? It's happened before. Or there have been books where like the last issue has been put like in the part trade of the trade. Back, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I was going to say, like, it's possible they're going to they're going to wait to release these all out individually first, and then collect them. You That's think? what they said. Yeah. Okay. So, although I would have been happier if they just said nine, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. They're all done. Here they go. Boom, in a little One book. Yeah, yeah, that would have been nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except the problem is for people like us, we had all the individual issues, so you yes. might as well, if you're willing to, finish so it's it more up. more from like a collector standpoint. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, like a this lot of comics. Does it make sense industry. economically though? I, mean, I, I don't guess know. It does. I don't oh, know. Okay. Um, but you're right. But the industry still kowtows to the collector. Does mm-hmm. it make sense for them to sell you the individual books and then sell you a graphic novel after that? But too? the graphic novel isn't—is it for you? I guess it is if you want to collect your books. Sure. And if then you want to re- them. reread them or loan them out to friends. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, and uh, so, Lon, you uh, reminded me of a of another earth-shattering uh, DC story. What? DC has another earth-shattering announcement? Uh, it just sort of slipped under the radar that they are officially... Okay, Rick, you got to hold on to your socks for this. Okay. They are officially changing the name of Captain Marvel... I just tore my socks. ...to Shazam. Well, golly! Will officially... Wait a minute. Doesn't he say that? Didn't 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 Captain Marvel become Shazam? Yes. No, he says Shazam. No, he no, became the, the wizard. Oh, the wizard, yeah, right? He became yeah. the wizard Shazam in the. So that Freddie Freeman that's became Captain Billy Batson Marvel. became Shazam. Freddie mm. Freeman, Freeman yeah. started being Captain Marvel. What's, then what is it in the new Shazam? So what's in the new Fifty Two? Is it going to be Freddie or Billy? No one knows. The series is called will be a backup in I think it's Justice League called the Curse of Shazam. Why does everything have to be the blank of Shazam? Written by Shazam. By Shazam. Written by Shazam. By Jeff Johns, uh, who also said, by the way, the movie's not dead. So, um, and it is sort of like Jeff Johns takes on these challenges, boom, he's going to write something and they're going to push it through to Hollywood. Um, and uh, so the artwork I saw on it um, is uh, Gary Frank doing the art on is the back. a big red backup. S on his chest? No, but the character who is like – I saw a picture of a character in an elevator where he's clearly being cursed by it. And it doesn't look like Freddy or Billy. So I don't know what uh, is going on with it. But he's promising that it's like a return to the Captain Marvel you want, only it's not Captain Marvel. It's just Sam. So I don't know. There's nothing known at this point. What could possibly be a curse of Shazam? I mean, you're 12 years old. You say a magic word and you turn into a full-grown, exactly. A, like I'm gonna handsome go out on a, man. I'm going to go out on a limb here with and powers. say exactly, exactly. That's my problem. Is hmm. that the concept, the basic core concept of of Captain Marvel? I know there are trademark issues, and that's why they're doing it. But the basic core concept of Captain Marvel is perfect wish fulfillment. That's why in the 40s and even in the early 50s, he was the best-selling character in comics, period. Sold more than Superman, sold more than Batman. He was the biggest star in the world. He was. And now he he's in the mansion. He had great villains like a Bug. Or Mr. Mind, a worm. A worm. was a great villain. For yeah. kids. For kids. But Because kids thing. hate worms. Yeah. Actually, yeah. they like But worms. actually, Mr. Mind only appeared once in the Golden Age. He was in the Monster Society of Evil, and that was it. It was uh, only that we get used to, you know, the, the modern creators go back to the same villains over and over and over. Yes. You know, and it was like, you think about that, even the Riddler and the Scarecrow, classic Batman villains, only appeared two or three times in the Golden Age. When Billy Batson first turned, turned into Shazam... Do you think he took a minute and went in the bathroom and just kind of checked no. out the equipment? No, I don't think he did. Oh, okay. I was, that's Stop what I would have done. I know. Well, you said wish fulfillment. That's, so why, like, that's why we don't go to you for your wishes. I was just checking. We don't I mean, go to you for your wishes. Okay. All right. Okay. You're More just here, fantasies You're than just here else. to be pretty. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So speaking of movies, shall we move to, to uh, movies? So you're not happy with that, though. You, I, I'm not. You just reported it. Give us, give us your your take on it. I'm, I'm I don't I, I don't like the thought of it. I, I mean, again, I understand Why the reasons, that? the business reasons, because he's Captain Marvel. It's sad because they they have a great character there, and they they, they write him well, and they draw him well, and it's got uh, a great. Well, series. no, the only way, the, recently the only one that that's person who's written and drawn him well has been Jeff Smith in the. Shazam versus the Monster Society of Evil. I, I, it was I, a good graphic novel. I don't know. I I thought I've seen 
Billy Batson and the Magic of Shazam was an okay kids book, not a great one. Yeah. Um, and then everything they've done in the mainstream DC universe in the last five six years with Shazam has been just ridiculous. Turning Mary Marvel into a how, yeah, to say the least, mm-hmm. and a minion dark side. Um, it's just they're getting away. They've totally lost what why the characters intriguing to people in the first place. Right. So you're coming from the old purist point of view. I am, but why do people... Rick, take the modern... Uh, why do people the, like Spider-Man? Well, I, I, the whole thing has been that the whole Marvel Comics has the Captain Marvel right to the thing. But they still call the character in the DC Universe Captain Marvel. They just can't call the book that, right? Right. But we now got, they're changing We, we have other books like that. Action Comics has Superman in it, but there's no problem with it being called action. This looks like this is just seems like some marketing guy saying, "Oh, we need to better monetize the uh, character." Well, the and, 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 or what about the legit confusion that there's still some people that look at him and go, "Oh, it's Shazam!" All they're doing and wasn't is, that mostly because of the TV shows during the '70s, right. or whatever they all called him Shazam. Right. Exactly. But all they're so, doing is show was called Shazam, but he was still Captain Marvel in the TV series too. Did they call him Captain Marvel? Yes, they yeah. did. Oh, okay. And so, and when they had an animated series, they called with the Marvel family. They still. Called everybody. Because when I was a kid growing up, I always thought it was Shazam. Yeah, yeah. I always thought it, they were like, "Hey, Shazam!" But they're, was, uh, they're was... just trading one set of confusion for a different one, and this one I think is actually worse. Yeah, so we'll I'm see. just thinking that Shazam is a way cooler name than Captain Marvel. Because what's he a captain of? He's not a he's not a sailor. He's not on a ship or anything. You're he's right. Not, at least it, it's not part of the, the government. At least in the Marvel universe, he was a captain. Captain Marvel? Yep. Yeah, he was Cree Captain. So Yeah, and I just watched the Avengers animated series episode where they introduced him. Oh, I didn't see that. Captain Marvel. It was They call him Marvel. Marvel, and then they they never call him Captain Marvel. No, it was it was taken from the Ultimate Universe version of him and Mm. it was a pretty cool episode. Yep. So yeah. Um again recommend those DVDs. It's a cool series, catch up. Mm -hmm. Um so movie news. Um it was announced, uh, speaking of corporations trying to get all our money and monetize, mm-hmm. is that um, if you go see the Avengers in real 3D, you can buy collectible 3D glasses in one of four styles matching your favorite superhero. Mm. Do you have but I already got Captain America <laughs> ones. Yeah, but these are so even these cooler you get to Captain keep. America. You can keep them for Actually, $5. Actually, For $5 they look on, much on top of whatever they charge for the rental ones? Uh, so no, wait a minute. It would be five dollars instead of what they do. usually. It's three dollars for the glasses. Is it? Okay. So then it's so wait a minute. So what you're saying is you can wear these in the dark theater and no one and else. no one else can tell what you're wearing. Right. For an extra two dollars. Yes. That because sounds you're gonna, great. You're gonna wear them out on the street afterwards. Oh yeah, sure. I wear them to all my 3D functions with all my friends and stuff. Yes. You know. So wow, cool 3D glasses. Yes. Where'd you get those? Yes. I saw Avengers. Yeah. And I want to see Avengers. Are you too. dating anyone? Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, there was a press conference this week as well because a rumor uh, – well, not – this is why they had the press conference. But a rumor popped up in a cup from a couple of different sources that uh, it started with uh, Jenny Agater. Okay. Oh. Who, How is Jenny doing these uh, She's She's playing a nun in The Avengers. And what? Yes. She has a small role as a nun. And she was interviewed in – Wait, some, wait. Can I guess the scene? One of the Avengers is, I don't know, struggling with, with his, his faith. His faith or something. He steps into a church and, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can handle all the pressure of being an Avenger. I don't know. My son, it's That's okay. going to be the Hulk. That's oh, okay. a good guess. Okay. That's a good guess right. because, yeah. sadly, your guesses always turn out to be right. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so it's possible. All right. Uh, but, this, uh, but anyway, she was interviewed in a in uh, British newspaper and she said, oh, she enjoyed it because she's seeing all these superheroes. And she made reference to... Seeing Spider-Man on oh, the set. Oh, I heard about that. So then, it free, then there's a little mini explosion that Spider-Man has a cameo, uh-huh. in which the we Avengers. all know is impossible. It's impossible. And so uh-huh. Joss Whedon said, gave a was at a press conference this week and said, "No, Spider-Man she is misspoke. not." But if I may say, it's Man Spider. I'm not leaving this alone because if I may say, Joss Whedon has been known to lie. Yes. Because at the press con- at the Marvel um, panel at yes. Comic Con where he was announced officially as the director, he announced Nathan Fillion as Ant Man, yes, and then later said I was lying. So that was a joke, though. I, I think. this could be a but joke too. But the crowd too. went crazy because it was. An we awesome know idea. that legally, 
they can't show Spider-Man in that film. They what about Spider-Woman? Wants them to. Oh, oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. She's an legality. Avenger. I don't know what the legality of Spider-Woman. It depends on what, how big the license is. And Spider-Girl. When they sold Spider-Man off. Yeah. Okay, that's why Spider-Man, like, they can't use Venom. Why you can't use the Skrulls in Avengers is because Fox owns the Skrulls with a Fantastic Four package. Okay. And yet, like, Kingpin went with a Daredevil package with Fox, so who knows? Um, and uh, then in promotional things, we were talking about that uh, found footage movie Chronicle, mm-hmm. um, where the director of that is being mooted about for the uh, Fantastic Four reboot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So they did a little promo this week by taking um, giant remote-controlled airplanes shaped like people and flying them around the city wow, in New York. that's fun. Which I thought would be fun. I would like to have one of those. I think they sell those commercially. No, they do sell those. Yeah, they'd be fun. Um, and then I, I'm allowed to say, because I put it up on, on Family Plan today, that uh, the graphic novel that I edited a few years ago, Sparks, uh, has shot as an independent film and is in post-production right now, starring Clancy Brown, Jake Busey, uh, Chase Williamson, who is the star of John Dies at the End, which I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, and did I mention Bill Cat? Bill Cat is in there as the villainous Doctor Matanza, Ashley Bell, who was in uh, The Last Exorcism, and Clint Howard. Oh, Ooh, wow! Right. That's got an instant classic written on it right now. <laughs> wow. It does, doesn't it? Wow! Uh, does he play like a, kind of a dumb hick? Uh, no, I think he's. I think he's playing the editor of the newspaper that kind oh, of my. frames the frames the whole thing. So it's breaking out. I think he is because you know it's still new. It's not up on the Internet Movie Database. Fanboy Planet is the first site to report on it to be given the exclusive. This that's week. amazing. How many how many scenes did you have? Uh, I had one line, uh, and I'm very. excited. Grateful for that, yes. Yeah. Hmm. Thank you. Hmm. Uh, where's the lady, Sparks? Where's the lady? So, yeah, that's my that's my line. In that's case like, it, that's in, like a teaser trailer to the eventual trailer. In case it gets cut, that was my line. Mm. <laughs> so, so when uh, does this have a distributor yet? Not yet. They're yeah. just in post production. The website just went up today, and at the moment, it's a little sparse. Uh, has some photos from the stills from the movie, and the stills look pretty good. good. So. And I got to say, being on the set, I'm going to write up a little report with some behind-the-scenes photos next week. But being on the set it was uh, pretty cool. It was and magic. I, I'm just going to say, having worked on a book and seeing like certain panels over and over to see com- some of them actually get shot. I mean, it's you know, you were kind of like your buddy Dave, like how his book got taken to life. You know what I mean? So, uh, which buddy, Dave? Dave Gibbons, the guy. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah, you yeah, just yeah, talked yeah, exactly. To, right? That's exactly. Yeah. See how he uh, remembers it so well. Anyway, time for trivia. I, I know a lot of people. I knew several named Dave. Actually, yeah. I was a little worried. Oh, yeah. Michael might actually know this one. Uh-oh. Oh, wait, we haven't identified him. Uh, <clears throat> he's cleared his throat. He's outed you. Mystery guest might have to answer a question. I'm ready. Okay. All right. This is time for your Fanboy Planet trivia question of Shadow Jared. Stevens. Play along at home if you like, and remember, no googling. All right. Here it is. Your question is what. Is the name of the story in Preacher number number eight through number twelve? I will give you the choices in a second, but if anybody wants to do a cold answer, choices, no doubt. Anyone at home, write in. All right, here's your choices. Not gone to Texas. That's the first one. The question is, what is the name of the story in Preacher number eight through twelve? Is it A, say your prayers, B, Amen, or C? All in the family. Those of you at home, if you know, buzz in now. Use your Zorlock powers if you know this. <clears throat> well, he goes to visit Grandma on the second trade. So if the first trade collects the first 12 issues, and he's talking about 8 through 12, I'm going to say it's not C, All in the Family. Wait, are we talking about the... First this? trade collects the first 12 issues or the first 6 issues? I'm going to say 12. Uh, I'm, I'm pulling this out of my butt, but I'm going to go with A. I don't think it's 12 issues. Those are slim volumes. Anyone I'm else? i go with All in the Family. I'm going to go with All in the Family. I'm directly opposing. I, I think it is All in the Family. Correct answer is C, All oh. in the Family. Oh. Sorry. Oh, gee. Thanks for dragging me into this. I really, uh, <laughs> really had a great time. Although Lon made a good call there, is that we know you really love Preacher. I did really love Preacher. He's, yeah. he's the man who got me into the Preacher. Really? Yes. I did not I believe know I loaned you the trade. Yes. He did. Wow. I'm grateful. Okay, that's great. 
Uh, and so, um, as far as movie news, uh, I did see a film this week that's opening this Friday. So by the time this podcast goes up, uh, it, will, it will have opened. For uh, the Woman in Black, the Woman first, in Black, first official, uh, first movie officially with Daniel Radcliffe playing me. an adult role, meaning a role as an adult. Uh, oh, not like no. Oh, no. okay. Post, I'd watch that post Harry Potter uh, and a revival of the Hammer Studios. Oh, really? So yeah, Hammer Studios produced it. So oh, that's cool. Yes, Hammer how, Studios. How long has it been since they've? Made a film. Um, I think that actually they try. They had something else last year, but this is the first time since the seventies that that's been an, uh, a production shingle. Um, Hammer Studios, uh, for Lon and others at home, puzzled. They were kind of the British horror revival of the late fifties. Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing pretty much owed oh, their careers uh, into the seventies. Well, into the seventies, they did the first Tales from the Crypt uh, film and Tales Peter from the Cushing Vault. and uh, Peter uh, Christopher, Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee, Lee. yeah. yeah. And Oliver Reed, because he was in Curse of the Werewolf. Uh, and so, dra- and lots of women with low-cut peasant blouses. Yes, there are no peasant blouses in this one, but it definitely has the feel uh, of one of the classics. It's uh, is it British? It is British. Oh, no, I know. Mind. So Lawn goes away, uh, and uh, it's definitely a, a movie to showcase Daniel Radcliffe. Long periods of silence of Dan- Daniel Radcliffe stuck alone in a haunted house. Um, I so kind of like him right now in his big out mansion. Out of the marshes. Yeah. Out of the marshes. Yeah. Um, really, I thought it was a really fun movie. Really scary. Came really well directed. Really well were directed. Were people screaming and doing everything yes. in the audience like they were yes. on the car- commercial? They totally were. Some really big jumps. And a lot of them are the gotcha kind of things. But And it's PG-13, but it comes by the scares fairly honestly. Even the gotchas, I didn't feel like ripped off. I thought... It was pretty funny. When you get scared, you get scared. Oh, dude! I have seen you jump in a theater. What did you What did you see me jump at? I don't remember, but I just remember like jumping well, from I'm your glad, jump. I'm glad that you weren't there last night because oh, okay. I jumped a couple of us were like, I knew that was coming. Doggone it! Doggone mm. it! And I still jump. Um, Doggone it, indeed. Indeed. Uh, the only issue I have with it is the ending was a little, eh, but um, it tried to have things a lot of different ways, but. It, but it was also ado- adapted by Jane Goldman, who is uh, the writer of X-Men First Class. And, and Kick-Ass. And Kick-Ass. And so, uh, really, I thought, really good movie. And Daniel Radcliffe thinks it's going to be okay as an adult actor. Yeah. Not good. that he has to worry about it with his uh, Harry with Potter his money. money. Yeah. Well, that yeah. just means he can do what he can do the artistic films, too. That and and Broadway, the ones like, produced by Hammer. Just like George Clooney. Yes, and I thought about that. It's like, yeah, when a teen star tries to tries to transition to adulthood in American films, they star in a slasher film, and Daniel Radcliffe stars in a classy horror suspense film. You well, know? that's how they do it in Britain. Yes. Has there been a British slasher film? Uh, Donkey From Punch. Hell. Interesting. Wasn't Donkey Punch more of a comedy, though? No, I don't think so. I think oh, wait, I'm much... thinking of no, that Dirty wasn't... Sanchez. That's what I was uh, No. Um... No, it's just there was a film. Remember? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know. We're just going to go. Um, yeah, they, but they usually make their slasher films a little more comedic. Um, Shallow Grave, I think, was kind of one. Kind of, but no, you know, they... No. They just don't do that over there. No. They're a much more civilized society. No, there's an episode oh, of there Torchwood. Was, there were a lot of... Jack the Ripper. Maybe. Yeah, well, I was going to say from hell. Jack the Ripper, but that's not a film. That's American. Uh, yeah, that's Albert Hughes. The Hughes oh, okay. brothers directed that. So. Uh, but I was going to go back to the Christopher Lee movies like uh, Dr. Fibes and stuff, which were... That's Vincent Price. Vincent Price, you're right. The bottle uh, Dr. Fibes and Dr. Fibes yeah, Rise Dr. Again. Rise Again. And Theater Blood. And those are actually... I love Theater those Blood. Those are Corman films. Oh, really? Yeah. But they were produced by... They were shot in Britain. They were... Yeah, but those, are, those are New World Pictures or yeah. whatever company Corman had, so... New. Well, uh, that's right. And Vincent Price is British, vaguely. So yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Diana, Diana, Ooh, I got a new trivia Diana question. Oh, yeah. new trivia question. Michael, oh, come back. Righty then. Oh, he went to the. Those of you listening at home. Those of you listening at home, it's time for your next trivia question. Keeping score. I'm not caught up. Here's your new question. Spoilers. Our Army at War comic oh. book. Changed its name after issue number 301. What was the comic book called in issue number 302? Let me repeat the question for those at home. Our Army at War comic book changed its name after issue 301. What was the comic book called in issue 302? Well, the uh, thinking gentlemen think the first 
preacher trade collects the first seven issues. Oh. So if I had taken my logic and knew that, the first or the second trade is him going to see Grandma, which would have been right. all in the family. There, so, you go. there you go. All right. I pass on this question, however. All right. I have a guess. Once again, our army at war. I have a guess book. as well, but... Go ahead. Change its name after issue 301. What was the comic called in issue 302? Who wants to guess? I'm going to go for my more obscure one, but I'm going to say Haunted Tank. Okay. I'm going to say The Losers. Yeah, that was the other one I was going to... All right. The was losers? it just called was The Losers? The Losers. Not, yeah. not the new one, though, right? No. No, no, no. Oh, okay. The original military one. And Here I'm are your choices. <laughs> Okay. Apparently, the losers is not one of them. Or, or was it? And this is easy once you get the the. the is it Sergeant Rock? A. Nam. B. Sergeant Rock. Or C. G.I. Joe. That's oh, gonna be it's Sergeant, Sergeant Rock. Rock. It yeah. is Sergeant Rock. The Nam was a Marvel. Character. No, it doesn't even say the Nam. It just says Nam. Nam. Yeah. Nam. Okay. Let's move to TV news, shall Where we? Everybody knows your name. Um, that uh, the CW is moving forward with their pilot for Green Arrow. Oh, I can't wait. They've cast an actor, and that it, it's he's going to be kind of a rough-and-tumble playboy in his late 20s, a little bad boy who's come back after years of being... Uh, shipwrecked. Shipwrecked on an island. There we go. Uh, with his father. I He's got to have a volleyball. And, uh, no, his father was there, and, his, oh. and he has a, a little sister character, younger sister who's like in her early 20s, who's... Been there without her father and her older brother. Is her nickname temper. Speedy? I don't know. Uh, and but he does have a, a, a similar aged uh, rival. They're not going to say Nemesis yet. Whose last name is Merlin? M e r l y n, which is uh, which is uh, Green Arrow's uh, nemesis in the comics. The basically the counter arrow who was sort of hinted at in Smallville as the character the Dark Archer. And they used that in one episode of Smallville. But is that being carried over into current continuity? Uh, no, I don't think it has. But Merlin was crucial in Identity Crisis. Okay. Uh, so if you and is also in the, um, I want to say Merlin's in the animated short they did uh, for DC Universe uh, with uh, Green Arrow, Count Vertigo, and Merlin were uh, facing off against each other. And uh, and Black Canary will be in it. Be in the uh, Dino Laurel Lance is one it's, of the characters it's being the whole cast. Family, yeah. So it seems like uh, yeah, it's a, it's a no brainer concept. It might be a good. I mean, when I say no brainer, I, I don't see that as an insult. I can see that very much as a good action show. It has potential. We'll see. Arrow special effects. Yes, yes. And uh, The Walking Dead returns on Sunday, February twelfth. Is that right, Lon? That is correct, my friend. And it is followed by Kevin Smith's reality series, Comic Book Men. Ooh, what's that all about? It is a reality series about his comic book shop, about the secret Ooh, stash. what's that all about? It's Kevin Smith's comic book shop. Oh, you just said that. Okay, Everybody sorry. talks very wittily. Oh, great. Or they're kind of fired. Like clerks. Or, or mm. they're fired. And they're going to probably talk about comics book stuff star wars stuff right yeah, yeah. so it's basically going to be a live or a Video reality podcast. version of the of crackpot comics yeah mm, okay mm. Yeah, okay why is that bad no i mean it's good because you were there first right after clerks yeah but that was in a liquor store right it's um, different right um, we were in a comic shop talking about Drugstore, liquor store, food. Right. And they were in a liquor store talking about comic, comic books. books. That's right. So, Are you excited about the Return of the Walking Dead? I am because there was a trailer online that was leaked. Actually released, probably wasn't leaked. Uh, that showed, oh, I don't know, about 20 seconds of nature goodness and uh nature goodness i don't know and uh granola it looks like it's heading to where i hope it's going to head so yeah well uh, rumor has it that they are putting out a casting call for the governor oh really yeah hmm. That'd well, be that's good. good yeah so uh did you see the trailer for game of thrones season two i did not but what's it what are they, what are they calling it they're you, calling it game of thrones season two no but i thought it was you win or you die or something like that. Oh, that's like uh, I don't know if that's actually a or subtitle the first or episode or something. I, I don't know. I saw a subtitle that's something like well, you like, win or you die. These books have perfectly good titles. Unfortunately, none of them are titled Game of Thrones. That's right. The, the first book is called Game of Thrones, but the the series is called Didn't The Song of Ice and Fire. Sorry. I'm sorry. Right. The the I'm other confused. books. The books following Game of Thrones all have their own titles. 
That's the understood. second book is um, The Clash of Kings. And the third book is called Doodly D. Storm of Swords. Right? I think. I may have those two Game of up. Thrones, Doodly Dilly no, D. Hey, again, you're just here yeah. to look pretty. No oh, okay. One, no and one then a Feast of Crows and Dance with Dragons. See, that's almost as lame as mine. Okay, almost. Right. Uh, and then Super Bowl commercials. We know we're not going to see. Super Bowl is this weekend, guys. Yeah, we're going to see. All me- our listeners out there, you know, are ready to watch the giant sports event. To watch the commercials. Yeah. We know that there's going to be an Avengers uh, commercial, a new 60-second tra- commercial? A new 60-second trailer because they released a 10-second teaser. Oh, I thought you said the 10-second teaser was going to be on the Super Bowl. No, they released uh, online a 10-second teaser for the 60-second trailer oh. that will be on the Super Bowl. A lot of that going around. Yeah. Yeah, as we saw the trailer, the teaser for um, the Honda ad, what turned out to be the Honda ad that everybody thought, it's Ferris Bueller 2! For Ferris Bueller grows up. You don't up. think they're going to show a trailer for The Dark Knight Rises, do you? I don't know. Because that might be in poor taste. Oh. Yeah, because <laughs> there's a scene... <laughs> Where the guy's running on the football field. No, that's just an opportunity. Blows up. That's just an opportunity. Wouldn't it be great if they CG that in the middle of the Super Bowl? Yeah. The ground appears no, to fall away and Bane steps out. They could do that. Uh, they have all those robots. That, that would things. be awesome. Anyway. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, we'll find out. We'll come back and talk about these things mm-hmm. next week, shall we? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this week in beta test, because next week it's going to be actually released, a very short beta. Uh, yeah. Warner Interactive released Gotham City Imposters, which is going to be on Xbox, PS3, and PC for download. A first-person shooter set in Gotham City with a bunch of idiots who role-play as Batman and the Joker. This is a great concept. It, it is, is a great concept. It's like kick-ass in the DC Universe? Yeah, basically, kind of. I went through the training, and they basically talk about how Batman... Has unlimited resources, therefore he has the. Uh, he he can. How do they justify it? He can. He can he be can, noble. He can afford to be noble. We can't. So, so Batman we have won't kill. We have to. <laughs> so. Well, he just, I don't think he says kill. I think. No, just, I think it's just. His we song we use guns. And I believe he shoots himself in the foot and jumps around going, oh, no, somebody steps in a bear trap. <laughs> yes. Uh, and goes, that happens the, a lot in the game. What the beep? What the beep? So uh, they try to keep it clean. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, I played the training. Kind of, I couldn't. But find you didn't. You didn't set up the the costumes that these guys do. Are such inventive, inventively pathetic costumes, like cardboard boxes painted on their heads, look, painted, painted to look, look like, like a cowl. So what is it like? What is? Did I lose my power? Hello, hello. You guys hear me? Okay. Yeah. Uh, what is the appeal then to the normal gamer? Then it's is- crazy fun. It's just a fun first-person shooter, and it's the first time that's really oh. been set. What we've seen in the, in the in the Batman universe. What we've seen yeah. in the beta is basically two teams. One of one of which is Batman, and the other one is Jokers, and they're all variant types of Jokers. Now, when you in these types of team uh, shooter games, you nowadays you choose loadouts. Right, you choose what kind of gun you are. You a sniper mm. with a so you, you choose your first primary and secondary weapons as a loadout, and you go into battle. And if you get dusted, you you can switch your loadout between your respawns. Oh, okay. But it's it's mostly the 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 two that they've had are kind of like area control. Whoever whoever is able to control the areas or convert the, all the areas wins. But along with this, as you play, the more you play, you get currency that you can use to uh, upgrade your costume and upgrade your loadouts, uh, your weapons, hmm. and so you can change what you're what you're doing. So if you've been in there for a while, you actually have an advantage over people who are just starting out, which is the, of course, the American way. Yeah, and you can't play solo, right? You have to be in a team. I'm not. I don't know. A lot of these betas, they come out uh, like Halo. The beta for Halo, uh, Halo Two, I think, started when it started, was just the uh, was no campaign. It was just the um, the multi, multi multiplayer battle. Okay. And but when it came out, there was a campaign. I don't know. This one. This one feels like it's going to be more like just 
head-to-head. I don't know how they do this. Now, yeah. is this an online like the DC Universe one yes. was? Yes, and that's, I think, is the other difference. So it's is matchmaking. I, I, is that I think it's, it's downloadable only. That you can't, so it's not a console game or anything like that? Well, I mean, it is a console game because you can play it on PS3. You can play it on Xbox 360. It could be. It could but, be I don't a, think they're, but I don't think they're going to sell it in the stores. You have yeah. to download it from... It's more from profitable if they cut, that, cut out the middleman, too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it, if, it's, if it requires online, then you might as well do a download. It saves me on shelf space. Space, yeah, quite honestly. The, but the uh, the thing about the, the the game as it plays right now um, feels a lot like some prior games that were that were only multiplayer as well. That that uh, the Shadowrun game was uh, a famous role playing game. When they brought it out, it was only team play, and it got a little bit of play, but it didn't have any legs. It just doesn't. They don't carry over. Um, and it also, it's it's kind of going into one of these games cold and not having tried out all the weapons in the campaign and get get a feel for them. When you're going up against other people, there's there, that's an inhibiting factor for a lot of people. You know, they mm. don't they don't like to be made fun of because they have they're still trying to figure out which which button is the weapon for this. How do I switch yeah, to the secondary which, weapon? Which that I think that was a problem when uh, DC Universe Online went free. Yeah. Um, although people still played, it certainly didn't stop people from. From um, going in, but but it was it was intimidating that the that the people that had been paying all along were bitter that it was free, and they and if you accidentally put yourself as a PvP, um, they were seeking you out. Yeah, a PvP player versus player. If they could kill you in the game, mm. they would. There were bands of of longtime players going around killing the newbies. Mm. And, uh, sounds so like chaos. It was chaos. It was difficult. It sounds like Gotham City. That would never happen in the Marvel universe. Until I got to the satellite and managed to tra- change myself into player versus environment. <laughs> but I died a lot in my first few days. So it's That's okay. sad. It is. Let's cheer you up with some trivia. Trivia. That, that happens a lot in PvP. So yeah. 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 Okay. But they uh, were especially bitter. Spawn kills. for DC Universe Online. All right, I got three. Lordy, were they? I got three Marvel questions for you. Okay, here okay. we go. And then this is going to take us out. Okay. Make yes. them good. Here we go. We're going to go rapid fire. Rapid fire, go. But like kind of slow rapid fire. The villain Rhino. Intermittent fire. Oh, and those of you playing at home, this is question number whatever. No Google. The villain Rhino was a member of which group affiliation? Oh. The villain Rhino was a member of what group? Affiliation. The Sinister Six. That's what I was going to say. All right, is that our answer? Or do you want the choices? Uh, no, I'm gonna stick I'm gonna stand firm with the Sinister Six. Alright, well let me read. It says, is it A, the Sinister Six? B, the Mutant Liberation Front. Hardly the MLF. Or C, the Sinister Syndicate. No. The correct answer is C, the Sinister, Sinister Syndicate. Syndicate. Derek's eyes got all buggy. As soon as you said it, he went, uh-oh. <laughs> I'm going to stick by it and be wrong. I don't remember the Sinister Syndicate. That would be Fancy Dan, Montana, the uh, so the Enforcers. The Enforcers. And Rhino was in it. And okay. the Rhino. Yeah. All right. Well, here's your next Oh, so question. the Enforcers were three of the... Yeah. Uh, uh, Reload. All right. Here's your second to last trivia question. Uh, and tell us how much you like trivia on Family Planet by writing in at editor at FamilyPlanet.com. Thank you, Lord. Fantastic Four Annual Number 6 featured the first appearance of which villain? Oh, I've got this one. All right, go ahead. Annihilus. Anyone? Or do you want to hear the choices? Annihilus. Whatever. Bug guy. Derek? Bug guy. No, no, no. Two different pronunciations. Yes. Here's your choices. Is it A? Annihilus. B, Galactus, <laughs> or C, Crystal. She's not a villain. She's a hot blonde. She was an, um, uh, an a human first. So I'm going to go with Anilis. I'm going to go. Correct answer is Anilis. What other? What it was the other first appearance of that in that book? I don't know. I didn't buy it. Franklin Originally Richards. Originally on the stands. Franklin Richards is that old? No, he's Frank- only four and a half. Yes, but, <laughs> no, but they had to go. In the, they had to go in the negative zone to get the cosmic rod Rods to, to make sure the, the pregnancy. Right. Yes, she's been pregnant that long. Yes. Frank Lord should be a teenager by now. Should be. Well, he's actually now like I think they put him up to eight. six or is he eight? Now? I think he's like eight in future. Is he still like a boy genius? 12. 
Uh, he no, was, his sister sister's came after. genius. She's the Barbie, genius. yeah, that's right. She's Valeria is super, super smart. Franklin has the mental powers. Mm. Franklin jumps her, has jumped around in time a little bit, too. That was a rock. And in between, there was a miscarriage. I remember that from John Byrne. Yes. That that Didn't was, uh, uh, Franklin Richards create the Heroes Reborn universe? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty powerful. You don't just... I know, but they took they so they lobotomized him after that. You're kidding me. Although that's slipping away now again. Yeah, right. As I said, he's they lobotomized him? Well, his lobotomy is slipping away? Well, they, they basically, he has the power to create... Reality. Reality. And so they That's super powerful. They blocked kind of off that portion of his time. brain. We saw that Twilight Zone episode. A Scarlet Witch of him. Yeah, out in the cornfield, Michael. Outlander. All right, here's your last one. Don't look. I can't read. What? This distance. Okay, here's your last question of the night. Thank you for listening to the Family Plan podcast. Let's go out on a good note. Here we go. Ready? What Let's was get the, one right? What was the true name of the Native American villain Puma? The true name. Of the Native American villain Puma. Those of you listening at home know Google. If you know it, shout it out loud into your computer. We will is hear this you. Is this the Wyatt Wingfoot? Uh, no, he's the Spider-Man villain. Oh, Puma. Puma, not the tennis shoe. Pocahontas. I hear your choices. Hey, wait a minute. Your choices. You have three or four choices. Is it A. <laughs> is it A. William Running Running Water. B, Trent, quote-unquote, free wolf. Or C, Thomas Fireheart. Thomas Fireheart. Pete Puma. Go with Fireheart. Correct answer is C, Thomas Fireheart. And his cousin Paul Puma. He had like a a totem, right? Yes, and he became the Puma. I don't want no more Make me a whole lot of lumps. All right. Have a whole lot of emails. Write in to editor at fanboyplanet.com. Maybe you'll get chosen as our letter of the week. And you might get something out of Lon Swag Bag. The Swag Bag. Which is as disturbing as it sounds. Oh, I've got got one more thing. If you are – this is is important. If you are a member of the Worldcon convention from last year – this year or next year, it's now time to nominate your <gasps> favorite fan media podcast. And we know that you are thinking that it should be the Drink Tank, but they already won. I mean, drink Tank Review of Books is a podcast, but Fanboy Planet. Just to write it in, take mm. your time. Because who gave Chris Garcia the idea to record his voice? Us. Us. All right. So, anyway, until next week when we get nominated for a Hugo, which I used to think was We'll remind you next week as yes. well. We'll do it right earlier into in the show. Editor. I used to think was so easy. So stupid <laughs> until we became eligible for one. Uh, right into uh, – no, never. Until next week, I am Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. I am Lon Unwear Lopez. I'm a mystery. And I'm Rick Bretsnyder reminding you to use your powers only for good. You recorded that, didn't you? Recorded what? Exactly. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com.